Hello boys and girls, and a very warm welcome to another edition of The Tonic Screwdriver. I'm Ken Moss. I'm Simon Exton. And I'm Alan Fogg. Yes, welcome aboard, Alan. Tonight we are drinking the monthly Batch Innovations delivery, which has landed on the doorstep today, just in time for our third anniversary of podcasting. It's the 3rd of August, and this month it is the Train to Hoi An, a Vietnamese-inspired gin. It's 40%. And the info bollocks tells us, inspired by our travels across Southeast Asia, the train to Hoi An Jin delivers unusual notes from the botanicals durian and betel nut. Balanced with exotic lime leaf, lemongrass and cardamom, the results are a sweet and fruity gin with a smooth and creamy finish. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why they've picked Hoi An as a... A location for this gin because I've got to admit before today I'd never heard of it so where is it why have you heard of it and we haven't uh, well I hadn't up until today it's in southeast Vietnam and it was a, a major sort of shipping port until the 1700s and then there was a regime change in Vietnam and there was a, a bit of a battle it took place in 17 something or other Most of the city was destroyed, the shipping port, or the main shipping port, moved for Vietnam, and it was basically forgotten about for 200 years, and then some Polish guy in the 1990s decided that Hoi An was a great place to rebuild, and now it's a major tourist attraction with 120,000 people living there. So it's kind of like a Vietnamese Skegness? Basically, yeah. Well, I'm going to be a miserable bastard yet again and complain. I don't like lemongrass. Don't like lemongrass, don't like coconut, which I think was in a recent one. Don't like licorice and star anise. They've both been in recent ones. I've been wrong, but (laughs) Batch seem to be uh, delivering a range of flavours recently that all I've done is complained about. Erroneously, as it turns out. Well, on that remarkably negative note, there's a nice little bit of cloud in the glass. There is. This might make a, a very nice martini. Oh, it smells very interesting. It does. The nasal appraisal, usually with batch, is a little bit subtle, uh, verging on nil. But batch gins are known for this. They taste far more than they uh, they smell. It is very subtle. Well, no, th- this has a sort of... It's nice. It's spicy. I'm, I'm not sure I could describe what spice it is. It's very subtle. Anyway, eyes down, gentlemen. Dive in. Bottoms up. Cheers. That's odd. Cracky, that it is. Mm. I don't really know how to describe that, apart from yum. It is good. It's quite bitter. It, it leaves a sort of bitter, woody a- mm. aftertaste on the tongue, which I think may be the beetle nut. My recollection of beetle nut is that it looks like a brain and would rip the teeth out of anybody because it's as hard as anything. You get a delayed reaction. It seems to take about 30 seconds before there's then a second wave mm. of flavours coming through. Yeah, I'd agree with taste. that, Alan, yeah. You've downed half the glass. <laughs> Very nice. Yes, it shows how nice it is. Let's look on it as appreciation. Mm. He'll soon be as appreciated as a fish, because he's a bit of a lightweight. (laughs) I'm not getting lemongrass out of that. No, I'm not. Lemongrass is quite a sweet flavour, and this is really quite a bitter gin. I think that's one of the bitterest gins we've had, actually. It's very, very nice. I'm really at a loss to to describe this. I'm, I'm normally not bad at the descriptions, but this is... I'm not getting lemongrass. No, I'm not getting lemongrass or anything. I can really put my my finger on as a specific flavour, but it is absolutely delicious. That bitterness just nudges it out of five territory for me. 
it's a five for me. I like bitter. I like dark chocolate type things. That that's lovely. I've had a couple of large mouthfuls. Half the glass. Small glasses. I'm used to drinking pints. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've got to admit that this is a difficult one to to nail down. That bitterness for me, it's not to my personal taste. It says it's got a creamy finish. I might disagree with that. I can see... Stop it. Oh, behave. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) I can sort of see where they're coming from. It's very smooth when you take your first mouthful and... Right, you're banned. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you know what the expression on his face is without being able to see it means that your mind is just as filthy as his. There we go. I could hear the smirk. (laughs) Yeah, it's a four from me. It's as ever, as ever with Batch. It's a beautifully made gin and it's a very enjoyable drink. It was. He's just guppied the rest of my glass. There's about three drops left in it. It is very Moorish, I must admit. It it is. And I'm not the world's strongest gin drinker, but yes, I would enjoy that. Five for me, definitely. I'm going to have to hide the bottle. I think the fact that the two of you have hopelessly outgunned me with your enthusiasm for it speaks volumes about what people should take away from this review. It's another winner for Batch. And who they should take notice of. Naturally. But I have highlighted I, my own failings when before I've even come to the review. So, yeah, ignore me this time. Simon and Alan know what they're talking about. Allegedly. Always. 